Welcome to Life of the Deep End. We are your hosts, Jordan Bone and Samantha Bromfield. After facing challenges of our own, we wanted our voices to be heard, to authentically share not only our stories and experiences, but life lessons we are learning along the way. To show you that despite any struggle you may face, life can be fulfilling and amazing, because ultimately, you are the creator of your reality. You may often feel alone, but we are here to confirm that you are not. So So let's let's dive dive into into the the deep end. Hi guys and welcome back to Life at the Deep End. Today Sam and I are joined by my friend Hannah Wallace and she is the podcast host of Finding Grace. So I thought that Hannah could just share a little bit about her story, who she is, what she does and what her podcast is all about. So let's just dive straight in. So hi Hannah, thanks for joining us. So good to be here girls. I'm so grateful like to come on. Yeah, no, it's great to have you here. So could you just tell us a little bit about yourself? I feel like I'm doing an interview, like tell us about yourself, a job interview. (laughs) That's really funny. Um, So I'm somebody that lives with a light kind of lifelong genetic condition called Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. Um, And like it's got loads of obviously various subcomponents that come with it from POTS to mast cell disorder. And I've kind of been living with this, but I've been on this 20 year journey with it at 17, it kind of activated and it took 10 years for me to get a diagnosis. So that was a real, um, finding Mm. grace journey. And during that time, like anyone who's living with something like that, it unfortunately degenerated, which left me now having to use a wheelchair. Um, but even though obviously that sounds pretty grim, doesn't sound like the best thing. It's been a journey of me finding myself, of me learning to thrive in the space that I'm in and learning to like find a place of acceptance, but not giving up that I think both of you two will understand what I'm saying. You can accept your situation and then learn to make the best of it and actually learn to live I mean, it sounds so cheesy, your best life, doesn't it? But you can learn to make the best of your life and thrive and grow and expand, even though you're in, you're in the situation you find yourself in. And even down to the fact that when I finally accepted I had to use a wheelchair, actually, it made my life better because finally I was able to go out, was able to do things with my friends. Again, I was no longer just stuck going on holiday, being stuck in a hotel room, having to tell people okay, you go, I, I, you know, I'll just have to stay here because mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I, you know, I was basically, yeah, if I went out somewhere, it had to be dropped at the door, go in and do nothing else. So even just down to that, my life became empowered. And then this led me, you know, cause I've been into spirituality all of this time. That was kind of a separate thing that was happening. Um, I was awakening. Um, so during my kind of what I call my healing on this journey, cause I realized during this process that your mind inevitably gets affected, which I think any of us would attest to. So I made a decision one day during those very dark moments that you have in, in, I guess, in the early period of something going peak tong. Um, I made that decision. Okay. If I can't control what's happening in my body, the one thing I can do is I can control my mind. That's the one thing I have control of is how I choose to perceive this, how I choose to feel about this. Mm. Um, and I think I'd almost got fed up 
of of the depression fed up of the darkness because that certainly wasn't helping it wasn't enhancing or helping my life in any way so when I made that decision that was a real pivotal point to open my heart to open my mind and to really embrace the journey that I was on and it took me a long number of years in confidence but eventually I realized it was time to kind of step out and share and help mentor people and do my podcast, do my blog, write what I'm doing now. Finally, just, yes, come out from the shadows, so to speak, and realize that I had a lot to give, even though I'd had this fear, which I think I'm sure both you would be able to relate to of, you know, like how, when we look to the outside world, if you're not kind of quote unquote perfect or how you should be as a spiritual teacher or mentor or coach or however you want to label it. If you're not Mm -hmm. like the Instagram normal, shall we say, Mm -hmm. there's this kind of level of like, I just didn't feel good enough. And then it kind of took a long time for me to step into that place of actually, I have all this knowledge. I have all this wisdom to give. Mm -hmm. And actually there are going to be people like me who are hiding because they think they're not good enough. So if I can step out and empower people from this space, Imagine the ripple effect that this can have. So that's in a nutshell. Um, I've tried to condense like 20 years (laughs) in like, what, a few minutes? No, I love that. I I love that. Wow. No, that's amazing. And I love that because that's so funny you said that as well. And so in sync, because today I actually filmed a video where I was talking about being your own leader and being the represent, you know, representing yourself for people who don't feel represented Mm. and just doing it for yourself and getting out there in the world. Because sometimes, you know, these things that can seemingly hold our back, hold us back can actually be powerful. Mm. And we don't know how many people we are affecting with that. And just by living in our truth and going for things, regardless of the bad stuff that's going on. Oh, absolutely. I really agree with that. Yeah. I really like the message of, I said, when you can't, perhaps control your body you can control your mind mm. you can try then control your mind because we've kind of spoke similar sort of topics haven't we Jordan with like yeah. not having that control over your body so I think that is a really good message for people to think well what can I control My yeah mind. definitely and if you can take those little bits I think with the whole mind thing it's not that I mean you know, I've obviously been on that path of where, you know, you kind of are punishing yourself. I can think myself better. I can think my way. That's not positive mindset. To me, positive mindset is saying, how can I nourish myself? How can I empower myself to, to look at the situation I'm in differently? And when you're willing to do that and you can pivot and shift, Mm -hmm. that's your kind of platform to really change everything for your life. And it then impacts others around you as well, because they see you then in a better place and you're thriving. And it's not, you're no longer in, I felt like a long time I was in competition with myself, my mind and my body. Mm. There was no alignment between any of them. And it was painful, if Mm. that makes sense. Yeah. That that you said as well is the difference between like genuine like mindset changing to toxic positivity. Oh my God. I think, yeah, being like, just just be better just be better just be positive just be happy like I'll just do it as opposed to thinking right like you said that acceptance this is the cards that I've been dealt what can I do to improve my mindset as opposed to just like yeah covering it up kind of thing yeah Yeah. you'll be fine be happy stay strong it's a process isn't it yeah 
such a process and it is so true with toxic positivity and I think like there was a long period of time where like 20 years ago it was like if you went to see it was still very much in that very much I've watched the kind of I guess things really open up and change over the years but I I think I was really mean to myself for a long time that there was something wrong with me that I wasn't healing or that I couldn't get well like I was punishing myself and that was harmful for, for mm-hmm. quite a long period of time. And I would like to think that anybody listening can see all of us sat here mm-hmm. that we're in the positions that we're in, but we're, we're walking that line between the the shadow that we need to face and we need to deal with and to manage that. But to integrate those two is so powerful. Mm. Absolutely. And with that, like you said earlier about the acceptance, that is just so key. It's like you're accepting what's going on, but it's not about giving up. It's literally being able to accept it so it doesn't consume your life. Because I think sometimes you can be in seemingly dark situations or situations you ideally wouldn't want to be in. And with that, you can then be so consumed by it and literally live your life, like for me, I could live my life every day just constantly thinking about my spinal cord injury. Mm, And I've chosen another way and been like, okay, that's part of my life, but it doesn't consume me. And that doesn't mean that isn't who I am. Jordan is Jordan. Like I'm not just my injury or, you know, people are not just their chronic illnesses. It's like, there's so many more aspects to us. And it just means that acceptance of, okay, okay, this is what is here this is present yes sometimes i've got to be mindful of that but i can still get on and do other things i don't have to be consumed by it always i think some people as well confuse i'm not confused but i think some people can see acceptance as being okay with your situation 24 7 mm-hmm. i think that's probably why a lot of people fight back on that on saying like will i accept it because mm-hmm. they do think that that's giving in like accepting mm-hmm. it is giving into it but for me i'm sure with you both as well like acceptance is more of looking at it like okay yeah this is going on but like you said jordan and it doesn't consume me that's not yeah. all of what's going on it's yeah. okay to accept something mm. but equally have a really bad day with it and then mm. the next day have a really great day with it. It doesn't change exactly. your acceptance around the situation. Yeah, exactly. And do you know yeah. what? I know that for a fact to be something that people, you know, um, get confused with because I had a, a group coaching session yesterday and that was one of the um, kind of the limitations someone had in the session. She was like, if I accept it, I feel like I am giving up. And with that, I was saying, when you start to accept, it doesn't mean it's all sunshine and roses all the time and you're just okay and you're like, I'm giving up. It's yeah. more, it gives you that freedom. Like Hannah said earlier, like then being able to use a wheelchair actually became better for her because then she could do things more. So yeah. it's kind of that freedom that comes with that acceptance and that power you then feel by, because you're not so consumed, but you are just more free to know, okay, this is the way it is and how am I going to move forward with that? And I had that similar at the start of this year when I'd planned to go for like a murder mystery night with all my friends and I was so excited for it to get dressed up and then I had a really, really bad relapse and couldn't walk and previously I would have just been like, oh well, I can't go now because I can't get there but instead this year I used a wheelchair when I had the best time ever. (laughs) Yeah. And it's so, it's so crazy. Do you know what? It never gets old, 
being able for me to go down the street, especially since I cha- changed over to get a power chair to walk down the street. Yeah, I I say walk, but you know, but um, like just today I've gone out into the park with my friend and it just never gets old. Like the magic of that impact and like the empowerment of like when not, at the current stage we're in corona life but um when you know to get on a train to like go to london and do stuff like i don't, it, like that excitement has never left me and that came actually through acceptance it's kind of crazy that acceptance for me was a powerful platform to change and also that i was no longer it's the fight like uh, it was exhausting that fight mm. that i had inside of me that and it was and a lot of the problem was i was I was looking to the outside. I was taking that validation from what I thought other people's percept, which is we've all done it. And it's, and especially when you're younger and you're feeling vulnerable, we, we worry about what other people are going to say. And you know, like what Sam said about, you know, be positive, be strong, like, come on, you, it's kind of like, it's great. Yes. We we need to have a little bit of positive affirmation Mm -hmm. like that, but actually how flipping I don't want to swear flipping powerful is it fucking powerful <laughs> yeah fucking powerful thanks George um, how powerful is it when someone says kind of like I see what you're going through but also can kind of see the kind of all of the aspects of it but actually not be like congratulating you for being strong but saying yeah I can see that was actually really shit but like mm-hmm. just I don't know like that was such a shifter for me and that I'd say that made me heal like my mind healed when I and and once once you get on that path you even the way I feel like your body assimilates medication deals with pain deals with these things it it's it's your perception isn't it it's everything Mm -hmm. absolutely and I think as well with um you know, positivity, of course, I'm always like, I'm a positive person. Um, I would say I'm more positive than a negative person. So of course, I'll say I'm a positive person. But I sometimes like to think that really, I feel that there's a slight difference even between positivity and optimism. Mm. And I think that I'd really, really, most people, if they're more positive on the positive side, it's like the more optimistic side. Because obviously, we have days where it's a bit shit, or I don't necessarily want to have days that are shit anymore I end up spending even if I feel annoyed about something I'll spend like an hour in that space and then allow it Mm. starting to allow that annoyed frustrated ego dark side of me to have that airtime give it that space and then I can move on quicker than burying it with oh I'll be all right just deal with it and just be annoyed all day but then by even going into that darkness and letting myself have that dark time that is still me being optimistic because I'm like, right, I'm giving it that time so I can move them forward. Mm. So it's not bypassing it. And that makes sense that there is a difference because like you say it like that, but because I'd say I'm a pretty positive person as Mm -hmm. well. But with that, I'd also say that I'm very like realist, you know? So I think you can be positive, but also have like different outlooks, if that makes sense. Yeah being optimistic there but like if someone if I was to say to someone like oh um I don't want to go there because the toilet like I won't be able to make it to the toilet like it's too far or whatever that's mm-hmm. not me being negative I'm a positive no. person it's me being realist because mm-hmm. I haven't invented that situation in my head like you know it's a concern for a reason mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that I'm not 
you know, it doesn't mean that I'm being all like doom and gloom. Like, no, no, definitely not. And actually, to me, that's empowering because when I started, I actually spoke about this. I just recently recorded my first solo episode and I actually spoke about the fact that when I was brave enough <coughs> to turn around in those early years, I used to feel really guilty to my friends. You know, like if you can only manage an hour or you can't do you like you can't go to the place one place they want to go but you can do something I spent so so long in a space of guilt worrying that I was letting people down and actually when I positively was like I'd like taking that when someone asked me to do something yeah I'd really like to do that but I think I'm only going to be able to manage that or being honest with somebody if I was out with them and saying actually I've come over feeling a bit funny I need to leave now and I'm it, it makes me so proud of myself even now that if I'm out with people or doing something when I say oh god I'm I'm actually like I've had a bit of a funny come over me like mm-hmm. can we go and mm-hmm. actually that what Sam has just said it's so that's powerful because also that's self-care and boundaries mm-hmm. and let's take away even if we weren't having these experiences like in the normal like like I hate that word anyway normal but in say in a regular life setting whether it's life coaching anything like people often take on too much in their life for this constant need for validation to look like they're doing the best and the minute that we start to kind of what I would believe is self-regulate and actually learn to know when when you to stop when to grow when to contract when to expand that's powerful in itself in every aspect of our life if we begin to apply that Mm. our lives will change for the better Mm. but for anyone listening yeah listen and like listening to how your body is you know the the feedback the body is giving you yeah feedback is everything Mm. and it's not like you just said hannah as well for anyone listening everyone has boundaries like Mm. regardless Mm -hmm. and i think yeah it's really empowering if you can start voicing those yeah and why are we so afraid to be our authentic selves and just to express ourselves to the people who should well if they're our friends should love us no matter what so why do we get so much worry i remember when i was younger you know you definitely find out who your friends are but i just remember when i was younger like being out and like someone was like oh we're going upstairs and i was like i can't go upstairs and they were like oh well i want to and it was like a night out. So I ended up going home and it was like, that was a, a massive shift in my life. And I was like, mm, I know who my friends are now. And I'm not so like, I can almost guess the place that you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. You see, I can see it in my mind. Yeah. And it's like, but actually at that time it was really heartbreaking because I was quite young then. Mm-hmm. Um, but now when I look back, I think how, yeah, how proud I am to actually be like standing up for myself. Yeah. Um, and even if I had less, people around me I then began to attract the right people around me Mm. such as Sam (laughs) yeah and and it's creating that space isn't it that when we begin to and a lot of the time like you say George you find out who the people are but sometimes you're telling yourself a narrative and this comes down to I believe the stories that we tell ourselves Mm. I know a lot of the time I was telling myself stories before I even had the conversation with the people Mm. before I was I was almost saying no to things um yeah. before I'd even I remember like for for a long like when I went on a friend's hen do for the first time I've been refusing things like that before because I was telling myself stories that I would ruin it for everyone else now my friends at the time were like we don't think you would it's fine you can come you don't have to. but because I was so scared of letting people down 
my perception not what they were saying my mm. perception and i and i think like like what you say it's really powerful you find out who the right people are but also what stories are we telling ourselves mm. is something that we can almost kind of question with ourselves isn't it mm. yeah absolutely and i want to say with that though hannah i think um with that just shows how the acceptance then plays into your life because mm. that's then once you start to accept yourself you don't have to well, you don't do that anymore. You do yeah. the, you do what you want to do. And if it's, you know, and you will say, if you don't want to do something, not because you don't want to go, but well, if you don't want to go, you won't go. But if you wanted to go, you'd go. You wouldn't think you were going to ruin it for anyone. You would yeah. just be like, no, this is what I want to do now. So it's mm -hmm. about that acceptance within yourself for sure. But like we've all experienced, it's definitely a journey. You know, oh my God. It's an easy thing to like, to say isn't it but i think you definitely do need to go through the motions yourself yeah, you have to, to that because yeah if, if not you won't truly get to it i don't think no. you understand what you've been through yeah it's a complete idea, like a roller coaster yeah be it like when i was first getting really sick of just be it, if you know if someone said to me like well just make those adaptions like just do that your friends won't mind I'd have been like no 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 I'm a burden like they will they will like you wouldn't yeah, yeah, yeah. you do need to ride the roller coaster <laughs> is that the same ride the wave baby ride the yeah wave. and it's it's totally it's totally it's a roller coaster and I think as well we're it's it's like we we can give these life lessons, but I think it's worth for people to know that if you're in that stage that, you know, that we've been talking about the before stages to where we feel we're at now, it's also having that kind of meeting, it's meeting yourself where you're at at every stage and being kind to yourself. Yeah. And I think being kind to yourself in, and it, and it comes down to, again, that thing of being in all areas of our lives, whatever is going on, we are not as, you know, it's not programmed into us as children to be kind. If you think about it, when we're growing up, it's push, isn't it? It's resistance and push that's programmed into us. And that then when we go into our adult lives, whatever happens to us view our experiences, we tend to be hard on ourselves. We tend to be our worst critic. We, we never think, we, we can be kinder to others than we can to ourselves, can't we? Yeah, it's just so it's just so natural to do that, yet we forget that actually treat us. I like to say to people, treat yourself like you would treat yourself if you were a child. Like, mm -hmm. how would you look at that child? Would you be unkind to her? Because she is still you. Yeah. But we can be so unkind to ourselves. And it's like, oh, but if it was a little girl stood there and she, you were looking at her, would you be unkind to her? No. no. It's just the way we just end up being programmed and just thinking that we're not good enough all the time when we all completely are, we're all good enough, we're all worthy enough, we're all everything enough. We can do, be, and have whatever we want. It's just kind of just being exactly what you said, being kind. I think that's why as well, it's good that we, like all of us will share the journey to that mm. because, you know, then anyone like listening or anyone that we speak to isn't just like daunted, like, oh God, they've got their shit together. <laughs> that could never be me. Like at least it's relatable because we're like we it hasn't always been like this oh my you know, god so it can be helpful like helpful it can be hopeful for people mm. they're like oh they were in that situation and they've got themselves out of it so i can too yeah and what i would say with that as well is it doesn't mean that the struggles you know go away it's like with um 
you know, it's like you, it's like what Hannah said earlier. It's all just that mindset changes. You just notice there's a shift and it's like, of course, like our health conditions are all still there. They're still prevalent. They're still a part of our life, just not consuming us. It's just the way in which we know we can then deal with it and kind of adapt. Adaption is everything. Oh my God. Adaption is everything. And I think as well, learning that societies, um, which I'm sure you've experienced, Sam, and I know you have, George, because we have conversations, society's version of disability. And, you know, we're not only just battling with ourselves, we're, we're having to learn to adapt with the lack of adaptability yeah. with society, you know, the kind of weird craziness that, you suddenly become disabled. You suddenly, it's like you're living this entire different version of life just to sometimes even get into a building for instance. But if you've got, if you've built up that resilience muscle and that mindset, it makes things like that for anybody listening, you, you learn to be able to be kinder and deal with that as well, because inevitably um, what Sam said about being real, you have to be, and it's not being negative. You have to be realistic that sometimes you are going to come up against those things. And if you feel strong enough in the first place, those things won't hurt so much. Mm. Yeah. And I think with that, adding on to that, it's like we need to all be seen in the world yeah. in order for those adaptions and those things to you know happen. So if any of you are kind of scared or um, worried about thinking, oh, well, there might not be access, get out there. If you feel strong enough, get out there and do it. Because when people start to see you, they'll realize, oh, okay, this needs to be adapted. Mm-hmm. So when I get, I, I think it's great to get out and do what you can because it then, you know, helps people who are able-bodied to start understanding that they need to help make a change and help us be part of society yeah. and not be hidden away because we are part of society. There's millions of people in the world. This is Sarah said, didn't she? Yes. Papaya. She said that, you know, educating herself has helped her to see situations where something then isn't accessible or something's broken or whatever and voice it so that then it's not left for somebody else to have a really bad day because they couldn't enter that building or because that door didn't work or whatever it is. So it is is really important. That is so important. And I actually had an experience a couple of years ago in a Covent Garden Cafe Nero. So super central London, go to the entrance, send my mum and nephew in to get the ramp and only to be told they didn't have a ramp. They're obviously like a big, as we know, big company. Mm -hmm. So when I asked to see the manager, I was told a member of staff comes to the door. The manager was too busy to speak to somebody like me. I know. So thankfully, um, after having an emotional breakdown, which again, I'm keeping it real because I did not, I'll be honest that day, I was feeling really vulnerable and I did not cope. But thankfully, one of my kick-ass friends, like you say with the, that Sarah, the lady you referenced, my, one of my kind of normal friends was like, Hannah, this is absolutely terrible. Like we have to like do something about this. Mm -hmm. So once I kind of had my 24 hours of like, not coping with life over the whole thing and being horrified um I complained and we shared it and it spread and by the Monday morning Cafe Nero happened to land in my inbox with <laughs> let's talk yeah this led me to um you know meet up with an area manager which led to the five other Cafe Nero's including the Covent Garden one getting ramps 
because apparently no disabled people had ever knocked on their door. Oh. I don't think so, Jonathan. No. Um, <laughs> apparently no one, he said, it's funny, we've never had this before. Um, had this? Just had no one voice up about it before. That's the sad thing. Basically what happened. Turn away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you it would be like you'd go to the door, which we've all done it. I'm sure you've done it, Jordan. You go there, you realise it's not accessible. Rather than making a fuss, you just leave. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so at least in that instance, I did speak up. And actually that ripple effect has meant, you know, other cafe neuros also have a ramp. I mean, it, it yeah, which is which is really good. But it also, it proves it like how much we still need to keep making those ways and speak up. Yeah, scary. And if you feel you can speak up, say mm-hmm. something. Now, sometimes I feel strong to do that. Sometimes I don't, and that's why I'd like to say to anybody listening: like, you're not always going to feel like it, but when you do feel like it, do it. And if you don't feel you can, get somebody else who is with you who can. Absolutely. And those who are listening who aren't in a situation where you would ever be in that situation, well, you never know, right? I mean, it's, it doesn't discriminate all these things. It can just happen one day. Um, just be mindful. Please be mindful. If you're able-bodied, be mindful and start looking out for us because it's yeah. really appreciated. And, you know, there's so many people who are missing out on things simply because someone hasn't spoken up. So please do. Mm. Please do say thank you. <laughs> please, thanks. <laughs> no, please and thank you. no definitely and also I think the more that like you are like what you said Jordan about going out and being seen or like raising awareness to like what you're going through Sam when when we do that it's making ourselves be seen and I always like to think that if we're doing that you're creating that space for someone who wouldn't because I've got friends who do struggle to get out who do struggle with that so I think when I'm doing that and creating that space it's it's creating that ripple effect for for someone else to feel they can speak up or do it or maybe give it a go I love that I feel like we're here and we're just like kick-ass women right now I just think such a good conversation I'm loving it (laughs) yeah it's powerful stuff Hannah you've podcast as well finding grace I love that name by the way Oh, thanks. I really, yeah, I really like it. Um, tell us a bit more about that. Um, so basically, um, it, it, it came to me because if you had to sum up my journey in a nutshell, it was my journey back to finding grace because I, I was musing upon this beginning in like a journey of learn, like I say learning to write, I'm really dyslexic. So George, George will confirm this. <laughs> um, and so um, on that journey to doing that, Um, I realized that it was my finding, finding grace in the mess, because what I truly believe is this, it doesn't matter whatever place you're in, grace can be found in, in any space. And when we begin to look at it from that perspective, when we can find the grace in the darkness, we turn on a little light and that light eventually gets bigger and bigger. So that podcast started the, like when I decided to do it, it started that journey to begin those conversations because everybody has a finding grace story in, in our own ways, anyone that, you know, whether whatever industry we're in, whoever I'm interviewing, I always ask the one question the same, which is what does finding grace mean to you? And it's fascinating because obviously everybody has a different perception. Everybody feels differently, but, but the one reoccurring theme is it seems to be for, for a lot of people 
finding the safety or the peace within the space that they're in and I think we can all learn from that and yeah so that that's that's what my podcast is about is interviewing I try and have lots of different people and I'm even next year going to expand it even further outwards um, to, to an even wider range of people because I I believe there's there's grace lurking in in all the different corners and all the different spaces so yeah that that's what my podcast is but the book that I'm writing is is called Finding Grace and it's obviously you know my my journey but also how we can find grace in our lives how we can integrate because you know like we've said earlier our, how we integrate things is how we then can move forward mm. and it doesn't really matter whatever's going on because we all you know whatever your life situation you're always going to have things that you need to integrate and find grace in the space that you're in mm-hmm. absolutely oh i'm so excited to read your book i can't wait yeah, I think so. <laughs> Well, it's going to need, let's put it this way. It's, it's great what's there, but there's definitely going to need, uh, there's going to need to be a lot of editing. That goes. <laughs> but it feels good that it's coming through me and it feels flowing and it feels mm-hmm. like positive in that way. And again, that was a finding grace step because when you do have, you know, take away any of my experiences in terms of health disability, from a young age, I'm really grateful that I had good friends in school that let me copy them and, um, and helped me. Because <laughs> my mum once said to me, I'm really baffled to know how you passed some of your <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I copied people and they helped me. So I, I was really fortunate to get through school actually coming out the other end a lot, lot better than I really should have. <laughs> well, I mean... You're finding grace. I think that is going to help so many people when that book comes out. And obviously the podcast will be helping so many people as well. So guys, please go check that out and keep an eye out for the book. Thanks guys. Um, that would be so exciting. And I think some people maybe are going through things and they just keep going. They're just like, right next, because it's maybe not something that's massive or maybe it could be something massive, but they're just like, keep going, keep going because it may not be something like an injury or a illness that has slowed them down. So sometimes they need people. Well, we all do sometimes need to take a moment, take a breath and acknowledge ourselves before what we've been through and what we've done. And and just see that light that there was there. Like, oh, I got through this by doing this, but I didn't even realize that I did it. Some people may not even realize that they've had a fine and grace moment. And this may be their moment of, of a sign to think, oh, hang on, let me just stay still for a moment, have a bit of stillness, go over the flow, you know, let go of the masculine a little bit, have a bit of the feminine and just acknowledge myself for a minute. Because sometimes Everyone we Everyone experiences burnout. Everyone does. Yeah. And so yeah, taking that time to just like I said, be still. Mm. Which some people find so hard. Yeah. I'm not one of them people, but <laughs> But I think a lot of people find it hard um down to because it comes down to unresolved trauma a lot of the time. It's that deep programming that's within us that we see we see slowing down, we see pausing, we see it as not working hard enough being a bit of a failure, kind of copping out. Actually, it is that real divine dance between the masculine and feminine. And the power of the pause is so powerful. It's in that pause and in that space where the actual integration and growth can happen. So the reason why people end up burning out so much of the time, even like if we look around us at some really top people, when you when you start to talk to people, 
they've all experienced burnout in some form, like what you said, Sam, because they have pushed and pushed. And eventually the resistance to that has got so big that, that it, it's like a wound that's had so much salt rubbed in it that can no longer be ignored. So mm. it doesn't really, we, we all need to pause and we all need to understand the strength in pause and, and how, how potent the pause is in terms of how powerful and strong that can make us and and make us it makes us better humans i think essentially because it balances our our inner and our outer world Mm -hmm. and i must put my hands up and say i must do that more often um definitely i tell you regularly (laughs) i'm constantly like i don't know i would i that is something i need to personally you know guys we all have things we still need to work on right even when you think oh, well, she's got it all together. Like Sam said earlier, oh, they've got it all together. But really there's certain things that even though I know what's right, sometimes that is something that I struggle with because, you know, building the business and everything. However, the other day, God, I think it was my, might be two weeks ago now, but I went out for a lovely day in nature. And you know what? When you have those moments of pause, that is when you end up being more productive actually because you get inspired again and you feel like you've had a, like you've been charged up, like, you then have the energy and the excitement and the motivation and inspiration. An idea may come to you in those moments of pause. So this conversation has reminded me to, you know, get off this, when we get off this call that maybe I should just relax this evening. Mm. I don't have to keep going, going, going. You don't have to push, push, push. You can, re- we have to read, our cup essentially needs to be overflowing, but it's just, it's not programmed into us from children. And I think it comes back to that, that childhood thing right from the school days. No one is telling us to fill our cup up first where we're overflowing because I believe when we serve whoever it is in our lives from an overfilled cup, we're going to meet people in a very different way. But most of the time we're meeting people from a, oh, I'm, I'm exhausted um, um, place rather than, a, oh, actually, I, I'm feeling filled up right now. Mm. But that's a bit of a, like, thing in society, I think, isn't it? Like, everyone is like, oh, I'm so busy. Oh, I'm even busier. Oh, yeah. And, oh, well, I'm so busy and I'm tired. Like, it's like a badge of honour. <laughs> oh, my God, it is. We said that same time. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's not, it's just, it's not cool. Like, I, I we don't, you busy busy doesn't mean productive or no. or like when I say productive doesn't mean effective because it's efficiency right like oh god yeah you know like it's almost like we're afraid to have that space fun I was saying this to Jordan the other day like there is so much power in having fun like I was scared to have fun for quite a few years because I didn't want people to think I wasn't taking my healing journey seriously. So it was like, even when I was doing nice things, I wasn't really fully present and enjoying them because I was scared to have fun because I was actually worried people were going to be like, Oh, well there can't be much wrong with her. She's having fun. Fun is good guys. Have fun. Even if your life is falling apart, have fun. Fun doesn't mean that you're not sad. It doesn't mean you're not in grief. You can Mm -hmm. still have fun in those moments, but it's like, it's almost like if you're a depressed person or if you're having a bad time, you need to wear that role of that bad time. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, that's it's definitely like you have to, yeah, in order to for some people to like see if you are having a struggle, you have to like wear it. Like you said, yeah. don't, it can't be. 
That's why it's a roller coaster. One day is great, one day may not be. That's why it's a roller coaster ride. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to find a quote that was like, um, I can't remember how it goes now, but it's like you if you go out and have a good time, then you're better. If you stay home and look after yourself, then you're dwelling in it. If you, uh, whatever, and then it was like, basically you, you can't win what people do you. think about you. So do you, yeah. 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 Do you. Like Certainly. we're so worried about what other people think all the time. And it's like, really, everyone is so, ends up being so focused on themselves. We might as well just actually put that love into ourselves and focus on ourselves and just work on ourselves in the ways that we need to and we want to and do what we want to do. It's all about those boundaries and all that good stuff. Oh my God, so much, so much, do you? And also know that, you know, often if, you know, people, I guess as well, it's having that acceptance that sometimes there are always going to be some people that are going to judge us anyway, whether you do or you don't, they're going to, some people are just judging. And I think it's having that acceptance that that's coming from their perception anyway. We, we tend mm. to like, I'm a really sensitive person. I don't know about you two, but like, so I, I was taking on people's perceived judgment rather than actually what, what I needed to be taken on. And I think that's, that's what a lot of the time we're suffering with. We're, we're letting ourselves be affected. And a lot of the time it comes down to lack of understanding. And I think I had to really make peace that actually sometimes people don't get it because they just don't it's only like you know when maybe like I've got friends that have said if they'd never lived the experiences with me that they'd experienced you know that especially a lot of the barriers that they've come to face when they've been out with me or people staring at you um you know George I'm sure you you know people and I'm sure you've had it as well so I'm like if you're sat in a wheelchair people will stare but it's it's making peace with that it, it's curiosity there's so many mm. different reasons and learning to just be like okay that's fine but I'm going to continue doing me and that's okay and that's that they're just doing their thing as well yeah absolutely people do people are just so curious and you know when I was younger and stuff people would stare and I'd be like a bit like mm. but as I got older I literally don't even notice anymore no I don't I'm just they're looking at you because you're hot babe <laughs> They're like, I had that insight with you first because Jordan, we've been friends longer than my MS has really caused an issue oh. in life, hasn't it? Yeah, oh, definitely. So for me, the start of our friendship, it was like, you know, opening your eyes to, I'd be like, what, what are people looking at? Like, hot wheels. <laughs> I remember, I mean, we always refer to this, but it's because I just can't forget about it when we, you know what I'm going to say, don't you? But Halloween. What? When we were out for Halloween, oh yeah. yeah, we were both in fancy dress, and this girl came over and just was like chatting Jordan up, whatever she was like going on about, weren't she? But she was like, "Good for you," or whatever, and complimented. And I was like, "What about me?" <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, "I'm dressed up too. What about me?" <laughs> That's the thing. People do weird stuff like that. It's like. I like was once out with a guy at dinner and genuinely we overheard people like kind of like I think like oh I wonder like basically like praising him for being with like it was just so crazy and we were just like oh my god is this real life but it is unfortunately it's the strangeness of humans but I think it's just because we're all learning aren't we and people it's it often our curiosity people I sometimes think 
have a thought in their head, but they they voice the things that they need to maybe modulate and regulate in their head. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than open. But I think it's like this thing about what you said, but good, good for you. Like, yeah, like my mum and I once had in India, these Americans came up to us and were like, oh my God, well done. Well done for being here. Like... <laughs> Like, oh my god well done to you too that was basically <laughs> I'm like polite English doing like this my mum just does the best bitch face and just doesn't answer and I'm like really when I grew up I want to be like that but I'm never gonna be like her like I'm always gonna have to be a bit more polite but I admire her bitch face that she's <laughs> like I'm just not going to I'm not going to grace anybody with this presence no no <laughs> yeah I don't know about you though but sometimes when people are like that I end up I did a video called what happened but in those times I end up feeling a bit I feel bad for sometimes a person saying yeah. those things so I end up being overly nice to them really? like oh yeah thanks like oh yeah I still like and I always say stuff like oh but I still have fun I still have a great life and I'm like I'm just trying to make them feel better because I feel like they say stuff and sometimes people's faces go like uh what did I just say yeah, they must feel embarrassment because what they've said is just so fucking stupid yeah when they say it out I think when they say it out loud yeah when they say it out loud it's like okay. what did I just say it's okay don't worry it's fine what did I just say to a 31 year old like well yeah. she like is out yeah. hey ho I mean we're living our lives you know we are just living our lives that's all we're doing and that's all we all are doing guys so you know just get out there and do what makes you feel good I think like that is the message of this this podcast episode is do what makes you feel good and live (laughs) and listen and listen like understand that the journey that you're on is the journey back to yourself to listen to yourself as well yeah that was a better that was a better line. <laughs> Try not to laugh at you going oh, and, uh, live. and uh, live. I was gonna say live. I was just like live your best life, but you can. But yeah, yeah. But um, I think this has been a fab convo. Thank you so much for coming on, Hannah. It's been great, and it's been fun. I think this yeah. is a fun one. Yeah, this is really fun. Yeah, but I think this is a fun, it's it's a fun, I feel like we're having fun, but we're actually saying we're having, it's a real good message within this and it's really needed. I think this is a needed conversation. And this just shows that even when they're needed conversations and it sounds like heavy topics, you don't always have to make it really heavy and really difficult to talk about. So if you need to talk to anyone, even your friends, your family, just know that you don't have to, it's not always going to be as heavy as you perhaps think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. And I guess like it's, it's hopeful that people can look at us, that we're all actually at the end of the day, bring sexy back, like all the rest of them, like that's what we're doing. We're like working. And I think that's the thing. You can still be sexy. And I just like my parting message is you can still bring sexy back and find grace, no matter what is going on in your life. I, when I got my mojo back, that for me was like, you know, take away everything that was going on. That is where it's at. Get in touch with your inner mojo and your sex. And that's the journey back to yourself. And we all need to be turned on by life more And this goes for anybody, whatever you're doing, whatever path you're on, whatever you're experiencing, tap into that energy of turning your life and yourself back on and you will turn the light back on. Ooh, yes. 
that's a great note to end it on. I think that's fab. Awesome. Gone a bit rogue there. I love that ending. <laughs> if people want to follow you and check everything out, where's the best, what's the best platforms and what can they find you on? They can find me on Instagram, the Hannah Wallace. And I also have a website that's got like tons of blog posts, all my podcasts. Um, it's www.hannah-wallace.com. Um, I do have a Facebook page. I need to get better at that. Um, I do joke to Jordan that I could do better on social media, but I'm happy finding my kind of adaptable finding grace thing. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm never going to, I'm never going to be a, a pusher on social media. I'm always going to be in my own flow, in my, running in my own lane on that. Yeah, but that's we'll good. Cause you, can't we? Yeah. We'll put it in the show notes below anyway. Thanks babe. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please share this on your Instagram and your social media. Just take a picture of your your, um, phone or whatever you're listening to it on and post it on there and we will repost you. I love to see who's listening and I love to kind of um, discover who our audience is. Or take a screenshot rather than a picture of your phone. (laughs) 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 A disposable camera, Sam. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for having me on, girls.